Welcome to Pop Psych 101, where we, licensed therapist Ryan Engelstad and licensed psychologist Dr. Haley Roberts, break down and analyze how mental health is represented in movies, shows, books, and across the pop culture and social media landscape. We will determine what lines up with real life and what is just pop culture fantasy. This is Pop Psych 101. Welcome back to Pop Psych 101. I am Haley Roberts here as literally always with my co-host, Ryan Engelstadt. Ryan, hello. That's me. Hello, Haley. <laughs> How does it feel to have the role switched? I had to say something is kind of nice about it. It's uh-huh. it's very much like, you know, sitting in the, the co-captain's chair where it's just uh-huh. like, this person's got a lot of control. I just got to, you know, watch the measures and the dots and make sure everything's still doing what it's supposed to do. <laughs> beep in the way it's supposed to beep. I yeah, almost exactly. said my co-host, Dr. Ryan Engelstadt, and I was like, oh, that's oh, funny. It like I would is have such a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any idea why I've flipped the script on you today? Why I'm I haven't told you what we're doing, but I'm it's like just a throwing blatant it at you. power grab. You're just mm-hmm. seizing the reins. Yeah. Well, um, it's curious to the- me that that's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, other than you asked me to sort of identify a movie uh-huh. that's like one of my favorite movies of all uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. Um, I did that. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'm just sort of confused, but open. I'm, for As far as I'm concerned, I'm just improving this whole thing. So You kind of are, but it's going to be personal experience, so you don't have to worry about it. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I could talk about this movie at a moment's notice. So okay. that's this will be the easy part. So surprise, we may or may not talk about a movie. Oh, okay. And the reason why is this is officially your 100th episode. Wow. So like technically there's been more than that because we've had like some, you know, like like fall episodes and things like that. But this will be the one that's that's numbered as 100. Okay. Pretty exciting, right? I kind of considered like, oh, I could have done this for your 101 episode. That would have been pretty funny too. (laughs) Shows how much I pay attention. (laughs) But I thought it might be really cool. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Um, You know, so this is like a, this is your life edition of Pop Psych. Yeah. Well, so I was thinking what we could do is like, this has been quite a journey for you because you, you started it with a partner and then you went like independently for a while and then you picked me up along the way and I thought it would be cool for you to kind of look back on that and talk about what it's been like for you and then maybe we get into some inside out after that but maybe we don't that sounds lovely I appreciate the opportunity and I'm excited to talk about it because you know I, I this is just stuff that I love doing so yeah, awesome. um yeah very cool thank you <laughs> So I thought a way that we could kind of celebrate is by looking back on your whole experience. And we were kind of talking that maybe this is your number 99th episode because there (laughs) might have been an episode that you weren't in. But yeah, I thought this was a pretty cool milestone. So yeah, I'm taking credit for 100 now that you put it out there. So (laughs) um, absolutely. It's... uh... It is a really cool number. I mean, when you start out to do something like this, you don't think about 
the end point necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not that this is an end point, Uh-oh. but it's like this a is touch how I point. find out. No, no, oh my gosh, no. no, like, and I shouldn't have said end point. You, you, you don't think about like future points. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like you know when, like, what a milestone would even look like, or maybe mm-hmm. you certainly think about it in different ways. So. Yeah, so it's it's really cool and it's a it is a good opportunity to kind of look back because it has been a while and mm-hmm. and I'm excited about where it's gone and um you know getting the chance to kind of think about that process is is really cool. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. So why don't you tell us the process of starting Pop Psych? Like how did you and Mike come up with the idea? Was it one of you? Was it both of you? How did you name it? How did you yeah. get started? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's see, probably going back, I'm going to say four or five years now, as we're talking, I, I feel like compelled to kind of look up some of this stuff. because I funny. know, I was feeling that way too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I, I don't know if it was directly connected to this or not, but you know, I've always kind of been interested in um, like saying being a creator sounds very like mm-hmm. highfalutin now, but I think I've always been interested in sort of uh, communicating the things that I think about to a larger audience. And I Mm -hmm. don't know if that's because I'm a therapist and I do Mm -hmm. like mostly listening or Uh the talking I'm doing is just to one person. Uh And I I think the the thought that I've that's kind of grounded me throughout and I've obviously done writing and stuff too is like, this information or this conversation or this insight Mm -hmm. is so valuable to this one person, everyone should have this insight mm-hmm. or this uh, understanding, whether mm-hmm. it's of mental health or relationships or self-care or whatever it may be. Or even like that this movie represents it this way, but please don't think well, that that's yeah. the way that it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I always, you know, kind of consume things with an eye towards like, you know, oh, I wonder why they portrayed this that way. Oh, or, funny. oh, I wonder how other people react to this. I wonder if they react to it the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. So. Always you know, with and, a therapeutic and, lens? Yeah, or, well, okay. I guess to a certain extent, because, um, you know, and this plays into why I became a therapist in general, which is like, I think I've always had a desire to understand why people do things the way that they do mm-hmm. just in a very broad sense like yeah. oh why uh-huh. like, like that's oh, sort curious. of like where yeah. did that come from yeah uh-huh. yeah um so and i think that plays into everything that mm-hmm. i do and that i watch and you know obviously the people that i interact with as well um so kind of going back finding a accessible way to have these conversations because what what I did what I had done very briefly before pop psych mm-hmm. was I had a solo show that I was just like messing around with okay basically. what was that show um so that was called the best medicine um oh. and like the the sort of idea behind it was not so dissimilar from this but mm-hmm. basically like I wanted to have funnier entertaining ways of talking about mental health Um, so I was like trying to do that but doing it on your own is sort of hard Um, (laughs) it's hard to make yourself laugh (laughs) well yeah and it's hard to know if it's good or not I mean it's hard to know if it's funny it's hard to know if it's and riffs are hard just like yeah well right and I'm a person that doesn't tend to do a lot of writing Mm -hmm. um at least when it comes to recording like I kind of like to just talk off the top Mm -hmm. 
which doesn't necessarily suit itself to a one-man show. Um, so after, after playing around with that for a little while, um, and I just looked, we're going back to 2018. So yeah, just about four years ago, which wow. is interesting. So that comes out at just about one episode every two weeks. And that's only yeah. if we take the actual numbered ones and you have yeah. others that weren't numbered. Yeah, that's right. That's a lot of dedication. It is. And it's it's really cool to think about that. But, you know, I think this sort of original idea and sort of how I got connected with Mike was basically I need someone else to participate in this because it is a conversation right but yeah. it's also it's a way to sort of trigger the questions I wouldn't think about on my own mm -hmm. so having watching a movie with someone else even mm -hmm. from a distance um I found Mike on on Facebook um in a okay. podcaster's oh that sounds support familiar group or something <laughs> <laughs> and you know we started talking about this sort of very broad idea that I had and you know, he was very interested in it. He's a, he's a guy that also had a, a podcast or mm -hmm. no, he had like a YouTube show. Okay. I think that he still does to a certain extent. And it was like video game focused. But mm. he and if you go back and listen to our episodes is a person that was very open about his own mental health mm -hmm. challenges that he's experienced. So yeah. that dynamic, I thought was really interesting in the context of, you know, someone who has personal experience with mental health issues, mm -hmm. watching some of these movies and shows. Yeah. Combined with the person who is, in some ways, in many ways, an expert on these issues. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, he was the person that would ask questions to me like, oh, like, this is what I'm seeing. Or this is like, is that accurate? Or is uh -huh. this is how this made me feel like, is yeah. that what you think they were going for? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was really interesting. Uh -huh. I hope. I think, I mean, <laughs> certainly we we started off with that being the dynamic and we had a lot of fun with it. That's fun. Yeah. So that's the, yeah. some of the origin. So you came up with this, like, I want to have this conversation about mental health in kind of a lighthearted way. And then you presented the movie, TV, pop culture thing on the Facebook group. And he was like, oh, I would be interested in co-hosting that with you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and he came on and he, uh, you know, brought exactly, I think, some of the perspective that I was looking yeah. for, where it was sort of like, he the things that he noticed, or the things that he was reacting to, mm -hmm. were in some ways similar, but in some ways, very different, because based yeah. off his own personal experiences. So that kind of allowed us to, you know, explore some of these topics from his personal perspective. Uh huh which, you know, he came in being really open to doing that, which I thought created some really cool yeah. conversations and moments where, you know, we, we acknowledge that I was not, <laughs> I was not his therapist and I was not uh -huh. giving him therapy, but we were, yeah. you know, exploring, which I think happens for people, you know, mm -hmm. you watch a movie or you watch a TV show and when it hits home for you as, mm -hmm. and that's not just people with mental health issues, that's everyone. Mm -hmm. I think being able to kind of understand, wow, this one really hit me or wow, mm -hmm. this one you know, did this or did that, or this is how I felt, like being able to explore that I think is is really valuable for people. Yeah. In the same way you and I have talked about it, like sort of understanding almost like the therapy experience. Uh-huh. It was for, you know, I think Mike coming in, it was for people never having been in therapy or never having talked about these things, sort of like uh -huh. coming at it from from that perspective. So so yeah, I think that was it was really 
it was fun and the the name is a funny thing um i wish i had the like old like chat logs uh -huh. because i mean naming stuff is <laughs> is so weird mm -hmm. i'm sure we tossed around some different like ridiculous names and let's see wow i mean i guess i came from it from the idea of like popcorn psychology is like mm -hmm is uh number one is also a podcast that does a lot of similar stuff yeah, to what uh -huh. we do and they're great Very cool. yeah. um and i was coming out from like the literal sort of pop psychology yeah. idea where just the way that people talk about uh -huh. um, mental health sometimes uh mm -hmm. in social media in movies you know just sort mm -hmm. of like in day-to-day -day conversations is very much just like this oh my god i'm so bipolar or oh, oh that's gosh. so ocd of me yeah. and it's like the current well, one is adhd everybody yes, is 100%. like the neurodivergent urge yeah. yes 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 and wanting to kind of not necessarily push back on that as much as reality check that uh-huh because i think a lot of that stuff does come from media right mm -hmm. in one form or another so yeah pop psychology became pop psych 101 because mm -hmm. i wanted it to have this educational but also like entry level feel of oh, cool. like you don't yeah. have to know anything you can mm -hmm. come into this conversation just knowing oh that's a movie or tv show that i like and we'll kind of take you from there and yeah. you'll be able to kind of be on board with understanding the mental health pieces of it yeah and i think what's really cool about the way that the title works really well in different circumstances is with mike it was he was more kind of like the quote unquote student and you yeah, were more totally. the instructor. Yeah. And now with you and I, it's like, we're the instructors talking mm -hmm. to the audience as students. Yes. Um, yes. So I think it works in both, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So after you and Mike decided to um, part ways, you then kind of had what I labeled in our description, I think as your solo career. Yes. Um, so what was that like for you? Well, it presented a, in both ways a unique challenge and a unique opportunity because, you know, I wanted to keep doing it. And the fact that, you know, Mike and I went our separate ways and, and for good reason, Mike and mm -hmm. his family were off doing some some amazing adventure stuff that mm -hmm. just made it difficult to keep it going. And, yeah. you know, I was happy for him to be able to make those decisions. And I don't think people realize how much work running a podcast and producing a podcast yourself is. Yes, and that's partly why I'm kind of like a hundred is incredible. Like, you know, I've been in this journey with you for a while, but I also like, sometimes you and I are just like, I can't, like, yeah, it's just like, it's a yeah. lot. And I, so I think, you know, when life shows up, if you're not getting paid and somebody's not producing it for you, like sometimes the podcast is going to be the thing that gets pushed to the side. So, so yeah. very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I give a lot of credit to Mike and, and now to you who you, you both have been extremely, helpful in navigating a lot of those like production challenges mm -hmm. and Tristan mm -hmm. is also uh, a friend of the show and has helped yeah. uh, with with uh, editing and, and producing mm -hmm. stuff as well so you can't do it by yourself and that's mm -hmm. why when I had tried it was either like okay I'm just gonna like punt on editing I'm just gonna like put, put out. out some unedited <laughs> stuff yeah. and uh -huh. yeah and and then you know and I think this is for anyone who's looking to start a podcast, like there are some really good Facebook groups out there because yeah. this is sort of this is one of the resources that I used in my quote unquote solo career was just like, OK, I want to talk about this specific thing. So why not find a specific person who has like a passion or an interest in that thing? Mm -hmm. And we just kind of take it from that angle. So um, 
you know, or in the event of me just oh, like, hey, I just watched a movie and I really want to talk about it with someone. Uh-huh. Hey, anybody want to talk about this with me? Um, uh-huh. You know, that sometimes worked as well. And what I think that that led to was some diversity in the sense of mm-hmm. like new voices and and uh, different sort of formats to kind of play around with. But I think it also uh, kind of reinforced the sense for me that, okay, you know, rotating guest hosts more or less is is something that can work to a certain extent, uh-huh. but really, you know, having someone who's bought in and committed in the same way that I have been, I think was, I think what I ended up then looking for again, because mm-hmm. it's just, you, you mentioned the load, but I also think there's a, uh, a relationship dynamic. There's a, a sort of a rapport. cadence or a rapport, I think is the right word. And it's a good therapeutic really word helps. too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, ooh, yeah. Ooh, hold on. My cat is about to destroy oh. my setup. <laughs> um, so you were looking for a co-host again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And this is, this is uh, what, like two years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. thinking right before right before I, I reached out to you. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. Um that like very brief time period where I was doing some episodes on my own. I mean, I did an episode with my daughter and my brother and improv uh an improv friend of mine and and random people that I mm-hmm. found on Facebook. And then I even like played around with a couple of solo things here mm-hmm. and there. So I did a whole bunch of weird stuff. Um, but, you know, suffice it to say, I think it it did bring me back to this idea of, you know, having someone that I can build rapport with to really kind of develop that consistency again mm-hmm. was what I was hoping to find. Okay. So then the way that you and I met, which I don't know if we've, I think maybe we've shared this, but I don't know. But the way mm. you, we and I, you and I met was on a, um, on one of those Facebook groups. Yeah. And had you mentioned your podcast? Do you remember if you had mentioned your podcast in general and I had been, I had reached out to you or do you remember if you were like looking for a specific discussion to be had? Oh, uh, no, I don't think I was looking for a specific discussion. Okay. I think it was, it was like an open, like, you know, Hey, here's my show. Yeah. Um, um, you know, looking for people who might be interested in, in mm-hmm. co-hosting. Yeah. And did you say co-hosting or did you say joining me for an episode? That is a good question. I can probably. I think you just said joining me for an episode. And the reason why is because I remember being like, oh my God, like if this goes well, I wonder if he like wants a co host. Because I had been looking for a That does sound right. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny because that was probably around the same time that I had been doing kind of one offs. Yeah. Uh huh. So I think our initial conversation was definitely around that idea of like, yeah, um, let's do one and Uh see how it goes. Yeah. But if we're both kind of interested, I think you kind of very upfront said, like, this is something that I would like to do. Uh, Which, again, very much my (laughs) version of communication. Here's what I'm thinking. How do you feel, person that I don't actually know yet? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I respond very well to people with that sort of clear communication and clear idea of of a, a sense of buy-in I think mm-hmm. is sort of a, a good way to, to yeah. put it and you you kind of said you know you you kind of once you're in something you're in you're in it mm-hmm. so I was excited and that definitely like re-kicked up the motivation and excitement for me so yeah 
well, that's nice. <laughs> well, it's well. I mean, you acknowledge like the the length of time, but I think you know part of that is showing up to do it mm-hmm. um, all as often as you can, right? Mm-hmm. I, that consistency, because certainly after Mike and I finished, there was you know probably a couple weeks, maybe a couple months period there where it was just kind of like twiddling my thumbs, like, do I want to? Mm-hmm. I want to. Yes, I want to. Okay, but how? Okay, maybe that I could try that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sort of haphazardly playing around one-off episodes. Um, you know, that is doing the whole show uh-huh. yourself, right? Uh-huh, Especially yeah. with guest hosting. So, so having someone such as yourself come in and be like, "Well, I want to do this." Like, I'm I'm in if you are, basically. Uh-huh was easy for me to be like, oh my God, like that's amazing. That is exactly the energy I need right now. Like a little to, bit of relief. Kind of Yeah, well it's 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 reinvigorating. I mean, as someone who's played around with a lot of independent ventures, um, mm-hmm. having someone who, you know, you can check in with week after week who can be like, yeah, so this is what we're doing. And mm-hmm. still on for tonight, basically. Uh-huh. And it's like and it's like, yeah, of course. Like, uh-huh. you know, looking forward to it because otherwise it's much easier to just kind of let go of something uh-huh. when it's just you uh-huh. because you can kind of just imagine like no one out there is waiting for an episode from just me. Like uh-huh. who cares if yeah. I put something out Speaking or not. Speaking into the but, void. Yes. But if there's something that you're doing with someone, mm-hmm. whether there's a void there or not, that it's like, okay, no, I'm, I've committed to this. Yeah. My partner's committed to this. So let's do it. So oh, yeah. That's fun. So. Um, I've enjoyed it. I think there have been times, and we've kind of mentioned this, where we've had conversations of like, this is how I'm feeling. This is how you're feeling. How's it going? What can we change up? What can we do yeah. differently? And and I think we've found a really nice middle ground of like recognizing that each person is human as well as podcast partner. I hope so. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, even the conversation for tonight, I was like, do you want to do it tonight or do you want to do it later? And you're like, I don't know. And then finally we're like, okay, let's just do it. <laughs> yes. Which I think is wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's do some fun questions. Great. I love fun questions. Do you have a favorite episode? <sighs> that is a good question. Um, so something about me is, and like as the person that does the editing, I don't know. I'm sure this will. I don't know if this will upset you or not. But I have a hard time listening back to my own voice. Oh, I don't even listen to it. Okay, after, after I've edited after it. Editing, right. <laughs> yeah. So I have a really good time recording. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm engaged. Um, and then afterwards it might as well disappear from my brain mm-hmm. until we're publishing. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's right. And here are the things we talked about and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sort of connecting um, with people over it. Mm-hmm. So in thinking about, you know, specific episodes, it's hard because it's like, it's almost like, you know, do you have a favorite movie? It's mm-hmm. like, well, the, I, you know, I've found exciting ways to talk about just about anything, like mm-hmm. movies I never would have watched if it wasn't for this mm-hmm. show. Um all the way to like favorite, favorite movies of mine. So it's funny. I mean, you know, and I think this is sort of in part because we've done multiple episodes on it, but Mm -hmm. talking in the detail that we went into on Ted Lasso has Uh been really fun. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes... The detail episodes haven't been released yet. (laughs) That's okay. That's just a hint for people to pay attention. Yeah. Come back soon. (laughs) Yes. 
I think sometimes we, when we're especially talking about a, a TV show or mm -hmm. a long movie, you mm -hmm. know, there's like meat on the bone still. Like uh -huh. there's like things that, oh man, oh, and this thing, we didn't even talk about this. Uh, yeah. um, so to feel like there's something out there that we have drained every little piece of uh -huh. mental health insight from it uh -huh. is very satisfying. I have to very say, satisfying. I really liked doing, I mean, again, you'll have to look out for this when it comes, but you know, we did a quotes episode and we did a therapy episode. Uh -huh. We did a character breakdown episode and it's uh -huh. like, wow, like that is the depth that I geek out a little bit about. Uh -huh. So I'm really excited for people to hear that. Yeah. Um, and similarly, you know, even when we did episode by episode of in treatment, Mm -hmm. and really deep into specific yeah. therapy sessions uh -huh. really enjoying that because yeah. it's such like specific insight for people you know I hopefully for me to benefit from so anytime it's like super in the weeds yeah I'm I, I just get kind of really excited and into it yeah. yeah so I really like that too so audience if you like when we go in depth into one thing over multiple episodes please leave that in reviews or send us messages and let us know because we will absolutely do that if we feel that the the thing has enough meat for us to do that because it's fun yeah <laughs> and also like it's i guess well, it's, it's kind what, of, I, yeah go ahead this is your episode ryan you go no, ahead I, I was just gonna say, <laughs> no it's okay I, well that's so that's a great point because because we've done 100 episodes that's why the the ones that stick out to me are the ones that were a little bit different like uh -huh. i really liked doing the songs from frozen uh-huh you were so excited you know i know that, that was one. like a weird <laughs> a weird to produce episode uh -huh. and like i don't know if it totally worked the way i wanted it to in my head but that was really fun because it's like oh man there's this whole other thing too. Like people listen to music when they're sad or uh -huh. angry or, and like, isn't that a fun thing uh -huh. to kind of play with and talk about? So it's like opens up these little branches out from the normal like trunk of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So those, you know, when I look back on some of those things, it's, it's, it's exciting to think about the different ways we've played with what this yeah. is. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's why I like when I think about my favorite ones, ironically, like the ones that stick out are WandaVision, Queen's Gambit and Palm Springs. But those were my first three. So that might say, be yeah, why yeah. they stick out. <laughs> but also, I think the one we did recently on Midsummer, the I didn't get as excited about it in the same way as I've gotten excited about other ones. But that's because I came in with like no idea. Yep. Right. But I did find it really fun the, like the discussion that we had and the way that we played with it was just fun because yeah. it was different and unique. And so again, if you guys like those kind of alternative ones, we'll absolutely do them. Is there a one that is there either a movie mm -hmm. um, or an episode that you've either done and hated or hated so much that you didn't do? Like an episode that we that I recorded well, so like, remember, there was one movie that you and I were going to do and I watched oh, yes. it and I messaged you <laughs> and I was like, no, like, I'm going to be miserable if we have to record this because I hate this movie so oh, much. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to remember. I, that, I feel like that's happened a couple of times. Why is there? No, one I only did it one? once. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was the. Um, so the Melissa McCarthy movie? movie that everybody loved. No, no I love oh, Melissa okay. McCarthy. No, it was the one about the woman who gets sexually assaulted on camera and then she kills the guy and she. Oh, she, yes, 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 yes. Most, uh, um, most promising woman. So is there a movie or a TV show or that you've mm. 
hated so much that you are like, no, I'm absolutely not recording like an episode. Go there. Or is there one, a movie that sticks out of you're like, no, I did it, but I hated that movie. Yeah, that's really interesting. So there was, now I'm trying to remember because you asking me that question mm-hmm. triggered something that was like, yeah, we picked out this really random movie. You and I? Yeah. I remember And then which one I watched it, it. You do remember? Uh huh. Okay. I want to see if you can figure it out. Because you messaged me like, It was what like the- something with a bird. It was like, it was like something with a bird, a woman. There's a bird in her front yard. Am I making what? this up? Yes. No, no you hated the Rebel Sparrow. Wilson movie. It's called Sparrow or something. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That was, um, I think, it was, was it F- not Finch? No, we did Finch. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But I was thinking it was the name of a bird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, so the the movie the movie that you hated was the Rebel Wilson movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, you're like, do we want to do this? And I was like, yes, I loved it. <laughs> so that's really funny. Um, yeah, I, so it's and look, I think with all the stuff that we've done, I mean, and this is like echoes of me doing the show with Mike too. Like uh-huh. when things have a personal sort of connection to me or something comes up basically like my own transfer and stuff uh-huh. it's either going to cause me to love the movie and be uh-huh. really excited to talk about it uh-huh. or be like i just i want i mean this is basically the attitude i had going into uh-huh. it. it's just like i mean this really why like i don't <laughs> who cares about this uh-huh. and it's just coming from a place of this made me uncomfortable uh-huh and i think for me what i and and why I'm glad we ended up recording it is because I think those are important moments mm-hmm. for anyone to embrace. Uh-huh. Like, why are you, why am I being weird about this? Like, uh-huh. let's just dive in and figure it out. Uh-huh. And there's stuff there, obviously. Yeah. It was around the time of my high school reunion uh-huh. that didn't end up happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so dumb. Um, but it's like all that stuff. It's like, uh, do we really want to go back to this time? Who cares? But it was because I part of part of me really wanted to go back to that time, but mm-hmm. I was uh, in my head about how what it was going to look like. Uh huh. Answer was nothing. Yeah. But but yeah. So you know, and I guess the inverse of that, and maybe you're going to ask this, but it's like is is something else. But you know, when I think about things that I really didn't want to do. Like, yeah, that's probably the big one. It's funny, the movie Hypnotic was, you know, there have been times when I think you and I have just kind of like been desperate to find something. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a weird movie on Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's something that I never would have watched mm-hmm. for any other reason. Mm-hmm. Um, not even having like my own personal curiosity about yeah. it. And that then, definitely was that movie. And then watching that movie, I was also mad because of how stereotypical, how stereotypical it was and just like not very well done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, and that's something that I also think is really cool for us to kind of share with the audience is we've talked about there's a difference between there being a movie where we say like, no, like Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. But there was a while where it was also like, well, if you don't like the movie, we don't have to record. And I think it was me because it sounds like something I'd say where I'd be like, I don't have to like the movie for us to record. Like that actually plays a role in Mm -hmm. how it's received and the psychology of it. And I like that we do that because if we only stick to movies that we like, chances are we're missing movies that 
either don't portray it well or do portray it well. 100%. Yeah. And, and probably also that there's stuff out there that people might want us to watch or, mm-hmm. or break down that if we don't have, like if it's not something on our radar, it's not something that we quote unquote want to watch or not, then we're missing out on what other people are are looking for, are enjoying. Uh-huh. And I think to your point, like, you know, if someone wants us to watch a show or movie that's like, God, I would never watch that. It's like, oh, well, but if you're interested in it enough, there's surely something there mm-hmm. that's worth taking a look at. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm always excited when someone asks us to do that because it yeah. means that not only are people watching something and thinking about it, but they're also uh-huh. thinking about us, which uh-huh. is obviously very cool. And yeah, I yeah, that. that is really cool. Um, please leave reviews. That's super <laughs> helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, I just had a, a reaction. So there was that one movie that I referenced that I was like, no, I'm absolutely not going to record this. But I also now am remembering how aggressively I hated um, Euphoria. <laughs> oh gosh remember i was like i mean we could talk about it but i'm upset (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand why people like this so funny okay let me look at what other questions i have okay because i was gonna say i can talk about the the best sort of like in the same vein of when you ask favorite episodes oh yeah yeah yeah. you know the sort of movies or shows that i've been the most excited to talk about Uh you know irregardless of how the episode went um just sort of like the idea and how it came together you know i recorded an episode with just with my daughter Bryn on mm. her favorite show at the time which was butterbeans cafe which is just like a a little kids show about yeah. fairies that have a bakery right oh cute <laughs> and so that was really fun and it sort of and and we've had her periodically like do things Reviews. at the end of our episodes mm-hmm. but obviously sharing that was really cool I did Onward with my brother, which is obviously mm-hmm. like a brother's movie. Mm-hmm. That was very cool because it was right around the time when he was, I want to say, about to get married. Oh, that so is nice. Like, that was like a good, yeah. like just like a good, um, feel good, like family feel mm-hmm. good thing. Yeah. And, you know, anytime the movie is like particularly close to home for me, and I can certainly think of some some examples, but much in the way that Mike shared a lot of his personal experiences, anytime I get the opportunity to do that myself, and obviously as a therapist, you and I, you know, within reason are are yeah. conscious of self-disclosure. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's an opportunity that I try to take seriously in the mm-hmm. sense that like, I want what I would share about myself to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, you know, sometimes these movies just hit you in that very personal way. Mm-hmm. And it's, important to talk about those personal things uh-huh. and why you know why it's such a you know important movie to you or why mm-hmm. it's your favorite movie or why yeah. you know it gave you this reaction when it might not give other people that uh-huh. same reaction right yeah that's one thing that I was yeah. going to say that is really nice about the the dynamic that you had with Mike is that he wasn't in a position where you and I are in where self-disclosure is public self-disclosure that would be available to our patients potentially mm-hmm. we have to be really yep. thoughtful about yes and you know there's there's professional risk in sharing personal struggle or personal success or personal yep. stuff and um i think it's really nice that you were able to have that dynamic with him and then also you know just like you said the moments where you do get to share with like 
your family members or just mm-hmm. like personal reactions. I think that that's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And I think we, I think you and I strike a good balance with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I think, you know, the reason anyone would ask us to talk about a show or movie is cause it's important to them. Mm-hmm. And I will say like one of the biggest regrets that I have mm. in past episodes is we did an episode on Doctor Who Mm-hmm. And the episode we watched was um, when Doctor Who, played by Matt Smith, goes back in time to visit Vincent Van Gogh, which I don't okay. know if you were a Doctor Who person. I mean, but... I know it, but I don't. Yeah, so it. we, um, we, you know, and it's probably because I didn't watch a lot of Doctor Who. It's never really been a show that I've caught up on. Mm-hmm. But it was some someone asked us to watch this specific episode uh-huh. and it was their favorite episode of their favorite yeah. show. And we were, we did not treat it with the amount of care that I think this person would have wanted us to. Oh no, you broke their toy a little bit. And I do regret that when I think about it on it, because every now and then I'll get like uh, a TikTok of the scene from this episode. And I'm like, Oh my God, like this oh, is no. the episode for people. Like I, I can't believe I talked about this show in a way that like, like this was a little schmaltzy or like it was that kind of thing where it's yeah. like, you know, not, not that I criticized the show as much as took the wind out of the emotional sails of what mm-hmm. it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you know, I think that's where when I'm being analytical or over analytical, that's uh-huh. that's where I think it becomes potentially not dangerous is probably too strong of a word, but like, you know, well, it takes the magic away. It hurt, yeah. It can yeah. hurt people who, who's, who really do, you know, uh, care about this stuff that it's a important part of their lives. So yeah. I try to be more conscious of that now. Well, if you want to redo that episode, we can redo that episode. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a preference between movies, TVs, books in, not in your personal life, but for the show? Sure. Or in your personal life, <laughs> whatever um, you do, you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I would say for the show and in general, like my go-to is always movies because it's a specific arc told succinctly, right? Mm-hmm. So, especially for the show, it gives us like a beginning point, a medium, po- uh, a middle point, and an end point mm-hmm. where our show can also have that sort of narrative. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we do TV shows, it's you know, we're jumping into this season of this show because of this specific arc. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are a history of things that happened before and probably a history of things that happened after this. Mm-hmm. But we're just focusing on this one moment. And if I'm not an expert on the show, there might be things that I missed from the history or the after stuff mm-hmm. that it might be important context. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm always a little nervous to do a show yeah. that I haven't like fully Seen. consumed. Yeah. yeah. And I guess in that same vein, I, I would love to do more books. There is a great uh, podcast out there called Novel Feelings, I mm-hmm. want to say. We did, is there... Yeah, we did Bridgerton, yeah. Yes, that that does exactly that, and mm-hmm. I think they are well-equipped to do it. I am a very slow reader. I, it takes me a long time to finish a book. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I don't finish books, and mm-hmm. I think it's because of the same experience of, like, I've got an hour and a half. Well, I could watch a whole story, or mm-hmm. I could bite off a very small part of a chapter <laughs> yeah. or of uh-huh. you know an episode of something and sort uh-huh. of feel like I'm I'm just getting a, a tease of the whole arc. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I I, I think I agree with you. Like when I was thinking about my answer for that question, 
I was thinking for the podcast thematically, I really like movies. And because it's like easy to be like this theme, this theme, this theme, and we have all the information we could possibly have about it. Whereas TV shows are actually a little bit more in line with kind of how therapy goes a little bit, which is like, there may be main Mm, themes, but there's also all of these like other themes that you don't ever get to, even though they were mentioned or like you get more in depth into a character or there's character change over time. So like in movies, there's generally like a character's growth happens in a very specific way. And that's that for the movie in in TV shows, it's more a, a real kind of illustration of humanity, which is like, mm, yeah, some people change very slowly um, in a way that won't be seen over a season, but then somebody else might change drastically. And, and then trying to like talk about like how real life occurs or, or like how these changes occur in an hour amongst other themes can be really hard. Yeah, and I will say that one of the things I like about when we do TV shows is it feels much more of the moment, like a TV show that is capturing the attention of the country or mm-hmm. the world um, is a really exciting sort of note to join the chorus on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when we've done Ted Lasso, it's like Ted Lasso is huge right now. Mm-hmm let's sort of kind of talk about what people are talking about. So being a part of a broader conversation is something I, I excite. I always get excited to to do. Mm-hmm. Especially we, now that TV, sh- TV shows are coming back to like week to week rather than all at once. Yeah. Like the conversation about them stays alive a little bit longer. Yeah. And it's a slow build and mm-hmm. you can kind of jump in right at the middle or right at the end. And, mm-hmm. um, and that feels like, Oh, we're, we're talking about something that is, topical whereas mm-hmm. movies can sort of come and go and peak and do mm-hmm. anniversaries and do you can kind of do favorites and some people's movies are just around forever and mm-hmm. that's great sort of evergreen mm-hmm. and that's why i think they kind of have they both have utility and that's uh-huh. as far as the show goes totally. and that's why books are so tough because i mean i even looking at like the new york times bestseller list you know some mm-hmm. of, you know some books have real staying power and, mm-hmm. and they're forever but it's pretty rare that a book captures that sort of attention Mm -hmm. of the moment. So it's a little bit harder to do books. And when they do, it's usually series, you know, and then it's like, oh, great, I have to read seven books. Yeah. yeah, Or it's like you do the book because the TV show just came Mm -hmm. out or because Mm -hmm. the movie just came out. It's like, all right, we're really only talking about the movie that's based Mm -hmm. on a book. Mm -hmm. Well, I can read a book in just a number of days. So clearly this is on you. It's, yeah, it's a summer. It's a skill. Well, listen, I, so I'll, I'll put it this way. You know, if there was a book that's like, oh my gosh, this representation is incredible, I would commit to reading it. I just can't commit to when, how long that would take. Great. Or what we do is if I find there's a book like that, yeah. I'll do what you did with Midsummer. Oh, great. Perfect. That's the best way to do it. Okay, great. Do you have a character that you over the hundred episodes that you were like, they were fun to talk about either because of how well it was done or just in general. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm just going to, I'm scrolling through episodes cause that's such a fun yeah. question. There are so many fun characters to think about. Wow. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I would say, you know, especially when I think about Disney movies that we've done, 
you know, the, the kid, the characters are most often like kids mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, you know, sort of adolescents. Um, and, you know, you, you tricked me into today's episode by having us talk about, uh, sort of talk about Inside Out. And I like, think we that's... should still do that episode because okay. I would love to. Okay. Great. <laughs> I well, know you've done reason... it before, but. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. It'll look different. So one of the reasons that I love Inside Out is because we get the very much the inner monologue in like five different feeling flavors Mm -hmm. of a character, which is something that, you know, unless you have a a character with an internal monologue that you get to hear in the course Mm -hmm. of a movie, for example, it's just like insight into a person that you don't get otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why Riley from Inside Out is, is one of my favorite characters because you're talking about, happiness and sadness and anger and and disgust and fear as individual characters but they're all her mm-hmm. um which i just think is so fun and fascinating and i just love it because it does it in a way that mm-hmm. you know you don't really see elsewhere yeah do you feel okay. seen like do you feel like oh riley is me and i am riley Yes. Okay, me too. So it's not just me. <laughs> but that's so funny because yes, when I, I watch do. it, I'm like, oh, Riley's me. Like that that this yeah. character is me. That's so yes, funny. Yes, Interesting. 100%. Well, that just shows yep. you how well that character is mm-hmm. um, is created. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, and I think, you know, God, thinking about other examples anytime we've done like ensembles sometimes is fun to kind of almost look at group dynamics Mm -hmm. like it's not so much one character as it is oh like uh what's happening in this whole group or this whole family Mm -hmm. um that gets broken down and even some of the episodes you and i have done recently like everything everywhere all at once like a really it's a Mm -hmm. family study it's a relationship Mm -hmm. study um you know, I really like interpersonal dynamics just as much as I like, you know, specific yeah. character studies. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, is there a movie or a TV show that you've always wanted to do and you've never done for whatever reason or one that you can't wait to do? Oh, that's a great question, too. Um, so <laughs> it's funny because, you know. I'm going to pause you for one second. Okay. Patients will frequently say that to me like, oh, great question. And my response is always, thanks, it's my job. (laughs) That's always my response. (laughs) I I never say anything. I'm just like, okay. I always go, thanks, it's my job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so it's funny because you and I just recorded um, Midsummer, uh-huh. and recording Midsummer in the way that we recorded it uh-huh. made me feel like oh great do I have more horror movies in my future well, well <laughs> maybe I don't know I mean uh, no I, I bring it up because um one of the movies that did come up as I was thinking about favorite movies uh-huh. and things that I haven't done the show was like The Sixth Sense for example uh-huh. um sense. which is a scary movie, obviously, um, yeah. but it's also got all these very interesting elements of sort of of therapy, sort of of grief, sort of yeah. of, um, you know, a, a validation of a one child's perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was 
that's one. And that I also brings me do that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, but it also brings me down that road of um, what other scary movies are there? Because I Haley, I have to tell you, after we after we watched after I watched I watched Midsummer. <laughs> after I watched Midsummer, you talk about it. After we talked about Midsummer, <laughs> I immediately found myself starting scrolling through like scary movies on Netflix. It's also the season for it. Yeah, no, it, for sure. And I think uh, a couple a, within a couple of days after we recorded Midsummer, I watched Hellraiser. Oh my gosh. I know nothing about Hellraiser. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than it's basically a remake of a movie. If the remake is on Hulu, the original Mm -hmm. like four or five Hellraisers were on in the 80s. Um, And, you know, I'm watching it literally as if we were going to talk about it on the show, knowing we're probably not going to. Because it's, I mean, it's it's straight horror. I mean, uh-huh. there's like definitely elements of like, oh, it's you know, we'll think about the society of which this sort of uh-huh. thing could happen. But you know, it's uh, so it's funny to think about the genres of mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. that we do or don't do. Mm-hmm. Because I think you and I have acknowledged that I'd say most of the movies we TV shows, most of the movies we TV shows we talk about are either like straight dramas Mm -hmm. or like kids movies. Mm -hmm. Like we do a lot of Disney. We've done a lot of, you know, Marvel Mm -hmm. and and some things like that occasionally when they've popped up. Not a ton of comedies, although Senior Year is a good example Mm -hmm. of one we have done. Yeah. Palm Springs, which again, which is a favorite episode because I really love that movie. Yeah, that movie was so great. so, So if there's something I'm interested in doing, it's how can we explore other genres, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and whether that's like, I think we've, I think I've done one, maybe Mike and I did one documentary. You and I, I guess I did a sports documentary as well. Oh, we did a documentary well. with Shane. And yeah. obviously, yeah. And, and obviously there are specific reasons why we don't frequently do mm-hmm. documentaries. You know, we, we try not to tread too closely to, diagnosing or analyzing real people Mm -hmm. um but i think um just throwing an idea out there there's this uh there's like a couple netflix things around right now where it's like oh like the theory of the infinite and it's just like talking about people's wild theories about the universe and it's like Uh oh well is that so like how would we do something like that okay um or like you know uh there's a psychedelics, um, you know, uh, documentary mm-hmm. that's based on a book, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, how would we do that? Mm-hmm. So I think that much in the way of like how we recently explored doing a straight horror movie, mm-hmm. you know, I find myself intrigued by the ideas of other ways that we could explore, let's just say, media that uh-huh. is out there. Yeah, yeah, that's not like explicitly a human storyline. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm down, so let's do it. Okay. Well, okay. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If you had to guess, and you may know this already, or you may have mm. looked at it, sure. what is your top listened to episode? Um, I know the first episode we did is up there. Yeah. So that, and that frequently happens with podcasts is people yeah, start at the like beginning. And so you. it's like most yeah. listened to. Yeah. Okay. And I think our first episode was uh, Fight Club. Um, all I can see I is dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, and Fight yeah, Club. I'm which would sure. make sense, yep. yeah. Yep. Okay, so yep. then what is the most listened to episode besides episode number one? Is it Ted Lasso? So I was going to say yes, but it's... not. So your second episode, Schizoid Personality Disorder okay. in 
Lars and the Real Girl. Which is such a funny episode that that's number two, because that's, that's so just funny. the second movie we want we did. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That one, well, that one has only three more views than wow. Ted Lasso. Wow. Um, so okay. technically, yes, Ted Lasso is second, because if you think about it, people listen to episode one and then they listen to episode two. So that gives those two really big yeah. numbers. Yeah. So your most listened to episode out of all of them not accounting for order is Ted Lasso, which is not that surprising because we released it right before the second season. People were really talking about it. Nailed that topical moment. Yeah, we have a whole <laughs> Ted Lasso month coming up soon. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that speaks to what I've kind of always wanted the show to be, which is the conversations that people are having right mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. What are people talking about? What questions are they asking? And how can we explore that in a way that both entertains and educates them about those yeah. issues? Yeah. yeah. And what I found is kind of interesting is that like, people don't seem to talk about TV shows the way that they used to, you know, like, I'm even thinking like, I expected Euphoria to do really well, mm, our sure. Euphoria episode, because we watched it right when everybody was talking about it. Yep. And I don't even see it on here. So that means it's sure. like pretty far down. <laughs> sure. um, also, like, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but it does, like, I've noticed, like, we're going to, um, also another spoiler alert, we're going to be doing She-Hulk sometime soon. And yes, um, I've seen people talking about it online, but not really. Right? So It sort of, like, peaked when it, when it first started coming out. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah. Which is what a lot of these shows do now is basically like it has a moment uh -huh. and then it sort of trends on Twitter and then it just sort of fades into the yeah. like maybe it'll peak a little bit when the episode premieres. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. something like Ted Lasso or Game of Thrones mm -hmm. is so impressive is because like with all this like ability to put your focus in so many different places these days, people yes. are following along together and on the same team about it, which I think is yeah. pretty, pretty fun. Mm -hmm. So those are all my questions that I had prepared. How does it feel to look back on on it and think about moving forward as well? Like all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to thank you for, for doing this because I do really appreciate it. Um, you know, having someone who is as, I would say, passionate and, and committed to, to doing this show has been really helpful and and been really invigorating for me so i appreciate your openness to Aww. my random facebook <laughs> uh message uh -huh. and you know i hope this has been you know what you wanted would have wanted it to be when you were open to that first episode idea mm -hmm. but you know thinking about four ish years of doing pop psych um you know, I think one of the things I'm, I'm most grateful for is people who have listened because it, mm -hmm. it does feel like a void sometimes. Uh -huh. um, but whether it's family and friends who have said, hey, you know, I loved the last episode or you should mm -hmm. got you guys should do this or people who have reached out over social media, you know, uh, and followed us along and on the random places, um, you know, that not just validation that you like the show and that mm -hmm. you listen, but also that you want to be a part of it. You want to share, you want to ask questions. Yeah. That is the ultimate validation because mm -hmm. it's like, those are the people that I we will want to reach is mm -hmm. people that like this stuff as much as we do, mm -hmm. that ask the questions that 
maybe we share, but also that we want to think about an answer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, beyond listening numbers is just sort of knowing that you all are out there and yeah, it's just cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's something I I don't totally have the words for, but Mm -hmm. it, it is, I am very grateful that people have followed along, you know, to the extent that they have over the years. And Mm -hmm. that's why I'm going to keep doing it because I know that it's, you know, something. So just confirm this is not the end point. (laughs) No, this is not the end point. It is, it is. And let's say it's an inflection point. Okay, great. (laughs) Because no, I mean, honestly, because now it's like, especially, you know, when we experiment with the format and things, Mm -hmm. I think it just, it's a great reminder that I think what the show is doesn't have to be what the show has been. Mm -hmm. Um, And being able to continue to play with it and, and, and explore different Mm -hmm. ways of doing it um, is, is really exciting. So I hope people will continue to follow us along with whatever we do with it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Thank you for being willing to have me be a part of this journey for you. And so, you know, one day maybe I'll have a hundred episodes. I hope so. That would be great. That would be a lot more for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. Um, that's okay with me. I'm I'm here every week or every other week for for as long as there are fun things to talk about. Um excellent. I'm I'm locked in. This is this is, you know, something that I care greatly about mm-hmm. and you well, know. Death, taxes, and human entertainment, I think, are things that we can rely on. (laughs) Um, That's true. Well, congratulations, Ryan, on your official 100th episode, although there's actually a lot more than that. But on the official 100. Yeah, check the archives for a lot of goofy stuff I've tried out. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I know I tricked you into thinking that we would talk about Inside Out today. But after rewatching it last night, just in case we did need to talk about it, we definitely should talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like I like I needed an excuse to watch Inside Out for the hundredth <laughs> time. Um, no, so I was funny. grateful for the for the opportunity, and, and thank you very much. And thank you everyone um, who has ever participated in, in in the show in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family, friends, editors, uh, certainly Mike. Yeah, and and you, Haley, as well. I you know thank this. You. I wouldn't uh, still be doing it if all of you hadn't been kind of here along the way. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yay. Well, Yay. give us a follow. Um, send us your thoughts about the reflections or ideas that you have for how you would like us to move forward. Please rate, review, and subscribe. That's super helpful. And follow us at PopPsych101. Can I, you should do my part because I did your part. Okay. Bye. Bye.